Welcome to another episode of On The Line. I'm Joe Mullings here with the Miss Holly Scott. Hello, Joe. Good to nice have to be here. Back together again. <laughs> back together. Here Bonnie we are. and Clyde in studio. <laughs> Right along. What's the topic today, Mr. Well, M? Interestingly enough, your first 90 days on the job. Ah, oh, yes. You're yes. A, you're a pro at this one. Mm. You're because you you're you're fantastic at follow up all the time with individuals. And yeah. what do you, what guidance do you give them a lot of times in the first 90 days? Well, I, I think the first 90 days we all have to realize are probationary on all sides, right? They're they're regardless of what your employment contract offer letter say. You are feeling them out, you are getting to know them, and they are getting to know you. Let's think about it. There's probably, what, maybe eight clock hours that you've spent together before all of a sudden you're married. So here we are, first 90 days, and you're figuring it out. Now, this is interesting because just in the last couple of weeks, I had an individual who reached out to me, and he was around six weeks in, and having a real challenge in, in um, establishing a strong communication funnel with his current manager and his concern was he was hired to do a job and he was a, a f really afraid that if he went and asked too many questions that he would be doubted in terms of competency and um, he ended up running in the wrong direction a couple times he he took it on By not himself. asking questions right right he thought okay this is this is way we should be going let me run with this and bam wrong direction and it happened again so um, the good news is we, we had a few conversations about it and he did go to his manager and basically started with, look, we're, we're obviously not effectively communicating here and I wanna make sure that we're on the same page and I need a little more input until I'm certain on how you wanna go, directionally speaking. And they set up calls every week for the subsequent four weeks and that really helped get it on the rails. Yeah, it, it, look, it comes down to communication. I mean, we just had that in our organization, right? Mm -hmm. Walter's here 90 days, whatever it is, and we have to communicate more as well. I mean, mm -hmm. that's just normal, that's human beings, any relationship. Right. And you can't be afraid of asking the questions. Now, if you ask the questions without context, they could be totally misunderstood. Correct. Right? So right. you have to make sure that when you're going in with a question, um, whether you're questioning up or questioning down, mm -hmm. right? Depending on where you are in the organization, you put context around the question. Because this way somebody doesn't have you walk away and you give them the old eye roll. Like, holy crap, I can't believe you asked me that question. But if you put context around the question, the person understands why you asked the question. Yeah, yeah, and, and if you start, if any conversation starts with what's in the best interest of the overarching organization, right? What are our goals? And, and here's where we're at, and here's what I need personally in order to facilitate that. Here's what's lacking. That sets the table for, okay, we're on the same team, we're, on, we're, we're here for the same goal, and here's the issue. Can we fix it together by doing this, or by this way, or do you have a suggestion on how we can better improve right. our Right, and, and if, I, if I understand what you're saying, though, you're, you're talking about already addressing a potential problem on the table. What I'm talking about is if contextually you stay out ahead of that, yes. you're not addressing a problem, right? Exactly. So, so don't wait for something to become an issue. Mm -hmm. In other words, you can see it coming. You were typically hired because you know the playing field that you're on. Mm -hmm. And you got hired because it was perceived that you were a solid player in that area. You should be able to, with a high level of predictability, 
understand what's coming down the road. If you get thrown a curveball, totally go into the person that is your supervisor and say, look, I noticed this. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't sure this was on the horizon. We didn't talk about this. Um, I'm thinking A, B, or C, and I'm thinking A, B, or C because of D, E, or F. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Exactly. Right? So In make context. sure you surround the potential challenge with intelligent observations. Again, so your supervisor doesn't have the eye roll when you walk out of the meeting. Right, right. No, no. Staying ahead of it is, is important. And I see no reason why you shouldn't have frequent communication with a new manager. Um, especially in those first 90 days, if we're drilling down As long as you make 90. sure it's not high maintenance, right? Because there's a fine line yes. between communicating mm-hmm. and perceived high maintenance. Right. Like, I thought I hired this person because they knew what they were doing, yet they're coming in the office every day mm-hmm. asking me these questions. So, right. I, you know, I'm, I'm going to play both sides on that one. Yeah, well, that's where it comes back, in my opinion, to the overarching goal of the organization. Because is it, are you serving the corporate goals or the over or the team goals or are you serving yourself do you need to know because you need to know because you need that gratification or do you need to know because it's going to impact the way that the end result well happens? i'm glad you clarified that because that's different right so i don't want our listeners to go oh go in there and over communicate mm-hmm. and if you're going in there because you need it for affirmation or an out of boy out of girl hug then that could be a challenge if yes. it's too frequent yeah if you're going in there and you have the question and again, you put context around the question, it's clear from the supervisor that you're not asking for it because you need the out of boy or out of girl. Yeah, no, no, without question, that's gotta be, it, cool. both are important yeah. pieces. I, I also believe that um, your first 30 to 60 days um, is you can't make a second first impression. Mm-hmm. So if you're starting a new role, I think you need to bring in the absolute best game that you can hammer away, meaning um, time in the office, mm-hmm. um, working through lunch, um, being the last out the door. For those that think that you're setting a precedent that you can't sustain, don't think that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the other side of that is the people are not impressed with you, right? right. I'd rather you move from a position of backing off um, uh, overextension of what you're doing. But when you put in that 12 or 14 hour first 30, 60 days, the benefit to you is you come up to speed quicker. Right, you get to know your players, your assets, you get to know everything. The individual who gets in the weeds on what their team is involved with, getting out from behind the desk, looking at the projects, seeing where they can help, you're gonna make a lot more um, allies quicker than you will But be careful way. with that again. What you have to do is getting down in the weeds can misrepresent as a micromanager. Mm-hmm. What you need to do is if you're coming in, in those first 60, 90 days, you need to have a sit down with your team, especially on a leadership role and say, look, the first 60 days, I'm gonna get down into the granularity of things. I don't wanna be a micromanager. What I want you to help me with is the ability to help you. I want to understand all the challenges in your role, all the opportunities in your role, and at times it'll seem funny or odd that I'm interested in filling out your expense account. Mm-hmm. I'm not a micromanager, but the more I understand, the more I can be an asset to you. I'm going to back off that after 60 days, but I want you to understand why I'm getting down into your weeds. 
Very, very important to pre-frame that, not just go in there without people understanding that they're walking into potentially a micromanager role. Yeah, no, I agree, I agree. And there's, there's so much to be said for, you know, that first in, last out, what you learn on that. It's not just what you're showing, but it's also who you who who is in early and those those early conversations i know from some of even our recruiters they have had more learning lessons from their peers in these early morning conversations or late evening conversations problem solving about things that are happening that are it's just a better time to catch people it's generally a better time to catch people and you, and you socially get and professionally socially and professionally and and they tie in closely especially those first first few months you're developing relationships uh, on your strength and your expertise and your and, and credibility and respect and you're also looking around and saying are these people going to back me if i need them this is this is your team we've had individuals and i know you have too leaders come into organizations and completely blow it with their team because they were so interested in what their manager was thinking of them and they they cared less about what the team below below was uh, really had what they were doing, what they were working on, and the team ended up rising up and saying, "This is not, this is not working." You know, so it's it's critical that you develop a, a good working understanding all around, and you're going to get that from being involved. That comes down to setting expectations in that first 90 days. Mm -hmm. um, I see too many people overpromise. A lot of times, organizations, especially in the sales marketing side, commercial facing they'll ask for what's your 90 day plan. Mm -hmm. And I don't have any idea how you can potentially give a 90 day plan when you haven't even stepped on the field yet. I, I, I and know. so be yeah. really careful on that. My guidance on that is just really don't under promise. Mm -hmm. However, pick fewer um, sort of landmarks that you plan on delivering. And I would say make your first 90 days information gathering mm -hmm. in nature and not promises on deliverables. Mm -hmm. And a really good manager, leader, will understand that, especially if you state it. Say, look, um, Mrs. Smith, I know I'm reporting into you. Mm -hmm. um, my first 90-day goal, obviously, is to impact X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Having said that, I'm really thinking about this on a one-year plan. My first 90 days is gonna be inventory and a reference point of where we are, what my team looks like, mm -hmm. what my assets are around me, I might be able to accelerate that, and I'd be happy at any point in time to sit down with you to clarify some of my activities. Yeah, no, I, I would be put off by someone who walked in and said, here's my plan after eight, again, eight to 12 hours of conversation in, in two months. If you have a working draft, if you have, here's some of my ideas, and here's all the things that I'd wanna get more information on, cool. Because that becomes a working document that you can share and you can actually go from. But a plan itself is 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 presumptuous, and, to say the least. And 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 I would even be careful with that because you know what? Mm -hmm. And as we continue to grow as an organization, I'll I'll give you an exact example. Um, a lot of times, when somebody comes in new, you know, I'd like to do this, 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 and this. When you do that to a leader or a CEO, the CEO most of the time has to say no to that mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you don't have enough information, even though your aspirations and plans are appropriate. Either the CEO doesn't know how you're gonna pull that off, or the CEO knows that those assets aren't available for you. Mm -hmm. So he or she, the CEO or the leader to that person you're declaring what you're gonna deliver, is or you want, 
is going to have to say no, no, no. <laughs> and that starts out a relationship right. in a really tricky situation. Yeah, that sets a negative So table, again, right? it's all mm -hmm. about I'm going to spend 90 days on really gathering info, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because of economics or resources or manpower or um, uh, a buying life cycle of the product or what other headwinds you have no idea are going on right. before you even walk into the organization. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, 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 it, those are very good points. And, and the 90 day period is, a lot of people will, will sigh and look back and say, oh wow, it's already been four months, you know? And then some people are really climbing through those first three months, just struggling. So I, I can appreciate how difficult it can be. Brand new marriage based on eight hours of conversation at most. And you talk about marriage. So we're talking about managing uh, externally, professionally, on your personal side. Mm -hmm. You're probably gonna stay in this gig for three to five years if we look at it statistically. Right, right. Okay, the first 90 days, this may seem odd. Go to sleep an hour and a half earlier. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cut out alcohol. Mm -hmm. Watch your diet. Right. Right. Good Manage tactics. your lifestyle. Because if your machine isn't working at a 10, you're not going to be able to perform on the job as a 10. Mm -hmm. Sacrifice those 90 days on any external activities or any quote unquote um, abuse you might put on your body, mm -hmm. i.e. through alcohol food. Right. Massachusetts and Colorado, I can say this now, your pot smoking habits, whatever it is, right. just really manage that backwards because you want to be that high performing machine that they brought you in to be. Yeah. And going back to the comment on marriage, make sure that the support you have in the household understands that this has got to be your number one priority. Especially for the first 90 days. The first 90 days, it's got to be your number one priority. This is what you have to, to jump in own and get up to speed on and 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 if if you do a nice job you'll get a sustainable clip that you can continue to carry on in a month four five six but this is this is where you have the opportunity to make the one first impression right and again be careful how you deliver that right i've, I've learned this lesson the hard way because i wasn't smart enough don't come in and put a warning and say hey listen for the first 90 days don't expect me home or you know i'm going to be this and i need this Instead, start it off and be like, listen, I appreciate you supporting me on these next 90 days. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to do everything I can in the household to be present. Um, and I know I'm not going to be my 100% at home. I'm working on my game between two right now. Mm -hmm. Right? Don't say I'm doing this for us. Don't say, you know, it's going to pay off because I'm going to get you a bigger house or a better car. Mm -hmm. That is putting a wrong price tag on the relationship. Right, it's about a partnership, and Absolutely. you want to be thankful for the partnership and the support, and that in advance. I'm just telling you right now, I'm going to appreciate that. Mm -hmm. It's important to deliver it that way. Good tips. And I Good can't tips. believe I'm giving relationship. I can't advice. either. Now that makes me. Hey, it took a. You've had a lot of experience. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> so again, you know, a couple takeaways: ninety days. Um, bring best athlete, bring your best self. And I don't mean that, you know, in the hug a tree way. It's like cut out anything that might, you know, performance, mm -hmm. get more sleep, cut off anything extracurricular in regards to alcohol or anything else, and then uh, exercise a little more. Mm -hmm. uh, and then make sure you're doubling down on your hours. Get in at seven, leave at seven. Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to double your intake on the info you get. And then therefore, you're just going to probably get six-month experience in that three-month experience. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I would add just take inventory and, and get to know and give inventory, give as well, of your team. 
make sure that they, they know you're there as a team member, regardless of your title, regardless of your, your um, stature within the organization, because the more you have their support, the more you're going to be able to be successful. Agreed, agreed. Mm -hmm. So 90 days in, that's your takeaway. Um, for those that don't have 90 days in, tuck this away in your uh, inventory when you switch your next job, certainly refer to it. Another episode of On The Line, I'm Joe Mullings. And I'm Holly Scott. Thanks for listening in.